Microphone check one two one two. Microphone check one two. Doom doom doom. Microphone check one two one two. Microphone check one two. Hi baby. sentence. Self-doubt is you betting against yourself. This came to me a while ago and I've been thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. Um, Because just that vantage point, that perspective, that paradigm really made me look at myself differently. It made me think about things differently. Like there's so many ways that things could go right we know you you can make plans you can have an artistic project that you truly believe in and that you're very proud of maybe there's an event that you're working on maybe you're working on a degree maybe you're improving your relationship with food with exercise with yourself whatever it is that you're working on that matters to you greatly there's a lot of ways that things could go. Things could go according to plan. Things could go better than you planned. Things could be like challenging, maybe disappointing, maybe heartbreaking. Like there's a lot of ways that things can go in life, right? And I don't I don't know when it was that I began to notice it. I just began to notice like wow, I I feel doubt about myself maybe more than I used to, or I feel more self-conscious about myself than I used to. And it's easy for me to notice those things. I mean, because I'm self-reflective, but also because I'm a performer and it's my job to be aware of myself um, and my body and how I'm seen, how I see myself. I, I have to be aware of all of these things to be an effective performer, to be an excellent performer. So I was, I was wondering like, like to myself, within myself, like, why does it feel like your self-criticism is increasing? Why does it feel like you, you hesitate a bit more before taking risks, like artistic risks than you do, than you used to, you know, like, how did that happen? Like, what's going on? Like, who are you? Like, to a certain extent, I was having a hard time recognizing myself. I'm like, why are you doubting yourself about this project, for instance? Like, I feel like bef- like years and years ago, I would, um, if I was working on a project, okay, I have an idea, I start working on it, like, I just start making it happen, you know, and then over time, I would find myself, I would have a, a great idea, and I would think about it, I'd want to plan it, I want to make sure that I was strategic about it, and then sometimes it would feel like the planning just became extended and more extended, and I just had, there's more and more things I had to consider and plan and think about, and, you know... Thinking about something is not doing it. Like, that's something that I had to really internalize, I think, especially as a writer. 
And it's why I don't talk about my writing very often in terms of projects that I'm currently working on, unless I'm working with an editor or I'm in a writing workshop, or maybe if, you know, um, a writer or like a colleague or a friend of mine and I have like exchanged writing and we're talking about our pieces together to help each other, you know, create the best possible work. Sure. Fine. No problem. Obviously, of course, in those settings, it makes sense to talk about your work, but just in passing talking about, Oh, this is what I'm working on. I don't really do that. I don't really use my, my work as small talk as small talk, like in the midst of it, because when you're very excited about something and when you talk about it, um, too much, sometimes it can feel like you're get you're making progress, but you're not like, you're so excited about it. You talked about it. You talked about this book that you're working on. Great. Did you write? Did you edit anything that you've worked on? Did you, did you make any progress towards this? Did you write one more word? And so I talk about my work to a particular extent because I think, yes, you definitely want to let people know sometimes, yeah, what you're working on so you can build community and see if there's people that share like in- interests. Maybe you can collaborate. Maybe they can support you. You can support them, etc. So I talk about my work to a certain extent, but when I'm like really in the midst of doing something, I prefer to put my energy towards just literally doing it. Um, because I think that if you're prone to planning and like kind of using planning and strategizing um, and figuring out the best approach, like using that as a tool of like really procrastination because maybe you're afraid of failing. Like if you're someone who who is prone to do that, doing that or has done that, it's also very easy to become somebody who's like um, utilizing spaces or like just talking about your work is very, very exciting. So it feels like you're making progress, but no, you're actually not. To me, I always get very, I like to get clear about what is progress to you. Is this something that you enjoy talking about? Talking about something in and of itself is fine. And if, if what you care about is to talk about a a particular idea and engage with it in that way, fine. However, if there's a particular project, you know, thing, event, paintings, exhibition, book, chapbook, album that you're working on that engages these ideas, then work on them. Talking about something isn't creating it. I mean, it's a part of the process, yes, but at a certain point, you got to get your hands up in what you're doing. You got to start creating, writing, painting. You like you have to do what you're doing, right? Um and I feel like Self-doubt is really tricky because self-doubt can be a, self-doubt can be a chameleon. Self-doubt can camouflage itself very well as let's plan this very well. Self-doubt can plan, can, can camouflage itself as let's think about this some more. Self-doubt can camouflage itself as, well, let's talk about this at dinner. And this is important, a part of the process. Like, yeah, it is important part of the process. And I want you to really recognize, is this conversation moving what you're doing forward? Or is it a means or method of procrastination, of avoidance of what it is you care about, but you're terrified of? You know, sometimes the things that we're really passionate about, even though we're really passionate about it, we're really, really scared of making it happen, you know, and I've learned this. This is not judging anyone. This is really literally me being reflective of my own process as a person and as an artist and me getting to this space of, well, if you care about it enough to keep thinking about it and to keep wanting to talk about it, then I need you to create it. I need you to take one step, any step, no matter how small or big towards that thing that you care about so much. I need you to take that step, even as you're scared. I need you to take that step because you keep thinking about it and time keeps passing, so you might as well fucking work on it. And I think that paradigm of, you know, 
you know, self-doubt is you betting against yourself has been really helpful for me. Um, I also, what, where did I hear? I heard somebody say something. I think I read it online where somebody said, uh, what is it? Anxiety is something like anxiety is borrowing grief from the future. I think that's the, um, I think that's what I heard. And, um, child, let me look that up real quick because I actually, I like to cite people and I want to make sure like if there's a specific person that that quote is attributed to that I can find it and quote them right now. God, it's one of those quotes that I feel like I don't know where it comes from and it's been used so much and it's not attributed to anybody. Speaking of which, side note, not pertaining or like slightly pertaining, like, oh, I just feel like the more, the deeper we get into the internet, the more people just use quotes sometimes and don't even bother to try to even look it up. It's like people, somebody went through so much life and love and art and creation and editing to get that particular sentence, you know, smooth and edited down perfect to be whatever it is that is so inspiring to you. Please give them the credit of like just putting their name and attaching it to their quote. Anyway, child, I'm looking it up online. I don't see anybody. Um, I just see it. I see it in a lot of places, but I don't see a, a name attached to that quote. So in any case, like um, that idea, that quote that I saw is like worry is barring, you know, grief from the future. Really? I don't know. They think I'm like, ah, Wow. As much grief as I've experienced, I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely do not desire to borrow any grief from anywhere or anyone, you know? So I really, you know, anxiety is a clinical diagnosis. You know, there's anxiety that you feel on an everyday basis or, you know, that kind of common anxiety. And then there's anxiety that's on a clinical level, right? Which I'm not talking about that, right? Because some people need medication, people need therapy for that, like, you know, um, I'm speaking about the ways in which we like bet against ourselves when it comes to how much we focus on the worst possible outcome or we focus on and amplify our fears. And I think that for me, like I'm doing my best to like take steps big and small towards doing what I really care about. Like for instance, this podcast, like I really do care about sharing my thoughts and ideas and connecting with you. And sometimes I think I get in my head about what I'm sharing, how I'm sharing it, like what I want to say, how I want to say it. And like, and then I start thinking about so many different organizational things about like how I want to present my work and my ideas and um, my thoughts, my feelings, my perspectives, my analyses. And sometimes it results in me like, do, like doing more thinking than like recording of my podcast and like posting it and promoting it. And so I'm working on that and being in practice of about those things, like just do what you want. Like you started a podcast because you care about sharing your thoughts with people and connecting with them, period. So just do that and make it as simple as possible and making it, make it as unique, um, make it as distinctive to you, make it as real and organic to you and who you are and what you care about as possible, period. And I, I do my best to apply that to every aspect of my life, professional and personal, because I think that it's so easy to get caught up in. I want to be like this person. I want to be like that person. And I think that, you know, a lot of my work, I've been performing for a long time, writing for a long time, creating art for a long time. And I was creating art before like a lot of the social media platforms that we have now. And I think that the absence of those social media platforms and even the absence of social media period really 
gave us like it just provided a space of not constantly feeling like you're being watched or you have to be perfect i think that social media has kind of made us kind of all performers in a particular way i mean yes there's the everyday performance of of gender and race and there's different things that we perform you know, quote perform end quote right because of how society projects onto us and how we might feel we need to behave in certain spaces to remain safe and those kinds of everyday performances right i think it was judith but judith butler who was who spoke about the performance of gender on an everyday level right which i just think is such an interesting concept right so Yes, there are those performances, but I think that social media has added a, an additional layer of like fucking performance when it comes to how we engage with ourselves and how we engage like with each other. Um, how, how, even if you go to the club, like people don't be wanting to dance at the club or even sometimes house parties. It's just like, everybody's kind of like wanting to be perfect, look perfect. Like everybody's, everything is supposed to be perfect and you don't want to be clowned or caught off guard. You don't want to look silly. You don't want to be caught trying too hard. Everybody is like engaged in the like don't give a fuck war wars everybody like is engaged and like the i don't give a fuck wars and is trying to be i don't care i don't this i'm so cool i'm too cool for school like i'm too cool for school and all this bullshit like everybody's just trying to be <sighs> aloof nonchalant unconcerned unbothered booked and busy and it's just like God, where is the fucking passion? You know what I... And I have to say that to myself, too. Like, you cannot let this world, social media or not, turn you into, like, somebody who's not you. If you want to try something new, try it. If you fail, you fail. If you succeed, you succeed, bro. Like, it is what it is. That's always been what it is. And you're never going to know if you don't try. And I feel like... That's what self-doubt is about is like you think, oh, I've created art, I've created this, I've performed, I've, I've performed here and there, I've published work, like what is there for me to doubt myself over? It's like, well, you know, if you're remaining stagnant and doing the exact same things forever, no, I don't see why you would feel any kind of self-doubt, you know, but when you're expanding yourself and challenging yourself, yeah, it's a sign that you give a fuck. It's a sign that you're trying something new or thinking about it. And I think that for me, one of the things I'm learning is that the self-doubt doesn't go away. Just, just, just act regardless, move regardless, do what you got to do regardless. Don't wait for the self-doubt to change. You just need to change your perspective on the self-doubt. You know, you feel like, oh, wow, what if this doesn't go the way I planned? That's a feeling that you have. You can also have other feelings like, what if this goes so much better than I could even imagine? That's also a feeling. So let's lean into what actually affirms us. Let's lean into that. I mean, we already know what it's like to lean into self-doubt and securities and motherfucking like worrying about the future incessantly. We know what that feels like. So let's try something new. Let's try a different fucking modality where every single time I hear something in my head about why are you doing this? You can't do this. Like, da 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 da. Like, who's gonna want to, who's, who's gonna wanna engage with this or care about this? Every time I hear that, I'm gonna say, bitch, I don't fucking care. I'm making it for myself. And whoever it's meant for will find it. Whoever it's meant for will enjoy it and love it and appreciate it. And if I'm the only person that appreciates it, no problem. But I can't live with, what's that fucking quote that is like, like, don't, I gotta look this up too. Don't die. 
with the song inside you who said that bro who said that Um, well, I see somebody whose name is Serena Dyer, who, uh, has a, I believe a book called Don't Die With Your Music Still In You. Um, I don't know if she took a common, you know, turn of phrase and turned it into her book title or if she's the one that wrote it. But, um, I feel like when I heard that, it really spoke to me deeply. Like that, that, that quote, don't die with the music in you. Um, because man, it's so easy to get so caught up in your doubts and you don't know that you're making yourself smaller and smaller every day, you know, and your doubts are getting bigger and bigger. And it's like, I got a fortune cookie years ago that I put in my wallet and I still have it somewhere. And it says, you know, let your, dreams be bigger than your fear and that's something that I also keep with me and it's I I you know I think that I've I've accomplished a lot period you know and I think that because of that I thought I don't know maybe I didn't expect to still have moments of doubting myself but I think that you challenging yourself by trying something new and being doubtful of how it might go I think that that's kind of brilliant actually and beautiful that you still care enough to not remain stagnant and to strive for something different, even if you're doubtful of how it's going to turn out. To strive to grow as an artist, even if you're doubtful of how it might turn out. And I think for me, every time I feel a bit of doubt, I'm like, okay, I heard you, bitch. But it could also go fucking amazing. So how about that? Let's focus on that. I want to focus on that energy. I want to focus there and create from that space. Okay, because however it's going to turn out, babe, is however it's going to turn out. You might as well have a smooth ride on the way, because trust me, if you're in the, in the if you're in the space of creation, you're creating something, you're putting together a new project and you're super doubtful about how it's going to go. If you're doubtful of yourself the whole fucking time. Okay, well, that's 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 a particular energy within which to create. But if you even though you get you, you feel your bouts of, of, of doubt sometime, you sometimes, you know, you still find a way to like be like, yo, I'm focusing on the beauty. I'm focusing on all of the brilliant possibilities. I'm focusing on being blown away and being blessed by something beyond my imagination. I'm focusing on that, right? That energy of possibility and excitement and like, what if it goes better than we planned? That's a completely different energy to fucking create in. And that impacts what the fuck it is we're doing. The fact that you believe in yourself, bro, that in fact, that impacts what you're fucking doing and that energy is contagious and it'll make you want to do this, send that email, do that one little thing, write that paragraph, edit that page. And you do something and you start feeling like, ooh, I I got something done. I'm proud of myself. It makes you want to do something else. And your own energy turns into this engine. It's like this self-fulfilling prophecy. And it's also this, I wait till you you they call out and... It's like you're fueling, it's like you're, you're self-referential, you're fueling yourself, your energy is energizing you, do you get? Like, how you see your fucking self and what you can and, and can't do is such, it's so fucking real. Your mindset is so real. And that's why you should take, like, anybody that tries to place doubt inside of you, you should take that shit very seriously. 
Because how your mental, your perspective, you feeling like, oh man, I can't do that. You feeling that and believing that, that's what stopped you from getting to that place. Not the fuck, not the fact that you tried and you failed. All the things that you thought you could do, but you didn't try it. Who, who's to say you wouldn't have been successful? Anyone or anything that places doubt inside of you is trying to kill your dreams. Is trying to circum, like trying to, like you know, curtail your influence. Anybody that's putting doubt in you, you need to interrogate that person and or dismiss them, and that includes yourself. Do you know what I mean? I don't need to like what. What is doubt? How does doubt be doubting yourself help you? How does that support you? Think about a little kid who's maybe they have a swim meet or a a piano recital or maybe they're performing in a school play and they're nervous. They're so cute. Maybe they're eight or nine. They're so nervous. They've been working on their little lines and the little dances and you've been like helping them and stuff. And even as you're helping them, maybe you have even memorized their lines too because you're in it rehearsing with them, like helping them with their confidence. I want you to think about if this is like your little niece or your nephew, maybe your neighbor, your little brother, little sister. Maybe this is your kid, your child, your baby. Tell me, what do you think would help them in inside of their nervousness? Do you think that it would help them to hear that that the person who they're they're practicing with thinks that they're probably going to fucking fail and, and they should give up? Or do you think what that child, that little baby who's going to get on stage for the first time, do you think that maybe what would benefit them is is hearing sweet words, you know, hearing like, I believe in you, babe, just relax. You've been practicing. You're prepared. Make sure you have fun. I'm supporting you. Everybody here is cheering you on. We love you, babe. Like, which which fucking message do you think that kid needs to hear? Like, which message do you think is going to help that kid get up on that stage, bitch, and slay that motherfucking role? Which, which, which set of, which way of interacting with that baby is going to help them? And I want you to think about yourself as that baby. If you were that baby getting up on stage for the first time, what would you want your auntie or your mama or your older sister or brother to be saying to you? Would you want them to tell you how much they believe in you? Or would you want them to throw you shade and say some fucking stupid shit that would break your heart? So look at yourself as your own child. That's what I've I've been doing lately. What do I need to hear? What would I want my mom to say to me? How would I, what kind of forehead kiss do I need right now of encouragement to keep me going? There's so many people who already doubt themselves. Therefore, they project their doubt onto you because they're fucking haters. They're fucking ops. Fuck them. Self-doubt. It's normal and it's natural. Just don't let it run the show. Insecurity. It's normal and it's natural. Just don't let it, you know, run the show. You can acknowledge it and you can also choose to focus on a different energy, you know? And sometimes your self-doubt is something that's helping you. Maybe your self-doubt is giving you information like, oh my God, the last project that I did, this thing happened and I really don't want that to happen again. That's useful, you know? You can you can learn from the last show and improve upon it, but don't let like something that happened in the past that maybe didn't go the way you wanted it to completely take away, you know, your desire to try again. Learn from the past, grow from it. Don't let it stop you. You know? So these are the things that I'm saying to you. These are the things I'm saying to myself. 
um, whatever you're working on, whatever you care about, whatever you're putting authentic, pure, loving energy towards, I'm sending you love in that direction. Um, I think it's important that we believe in ourselves. I think it's important that we believe in our imagination and our ideas and our art. We, we need to care about our projects, like our knitting projects and our cooking projects and learning how to make bread and learning how to rollerblade and, you know, learning how to swim, you know, starting a business, whatever it is that you care about. Like this world, life is so short, but it's also long. Life can be fucking hard, but it's also beautiful. So whatever the fuck it is that brings you joy, enjoy it. And don't run away from your own destiny or your own blessings because you're scared of the work that it will take to get there. Like, don't do that to yourself, you know? Um, yeah, I just want to say that to you and say that to myself and send you... Big, big love, big, big sweetness, be good to yourself, have some ice cream, dance around, dance around, you know, dance like nobody is watching, baby, you only have one life, you might as well enjoy it, you feel me? Alright, have a good day, morning, evening, night, enjoy yourself, be good to yourself, kisses, XOXOXO.